traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Yo, yo, we are live. Actually, we're not live. We're pre-recorded. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. This is the public episode of Red Pill Tamales. I know y'all heard about the show, man. I know y'all heard about the Discord. I know y'all heard about this mysterious Thea. What is this Thea? Many people are talking about this Thea. Whose Thea is it anyway? They call it. They call it the Tamal <laughs> Intelligence Agency. <laughs> and this is Red Pill Tamales. Uh, I'm I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got Juan Perez in the building. What's up, big what's guy? What's up? What's up? My voice is a little thrown off. It's all Messed good, up man. my whole throat, dude. Yeah, they can hear you. They can hear you. Uh, it happens in the summertime. Um, me too, man. I'm like, I don't know if it's heat exhaustion. I don't know if I'm out of shape. I don't know if like, obviously it's hot outside, but like this jujitsu class. Um, I mean, I was like hurting her. Like even right now, I got like a little slight like headache uh-huh. and uh, shortness of breath. <laughs> it's not like a big pharma commercial, but when we were rolling at the end of class. I hit a couple moves that I saw on Eddie Bravo's uh, app. So I, it, the shit works. I was like, I watched it and I'm there and we're rolling. I'm like, oh shit, I think I could just throw my arm over his neck and reach up under his arm and then he boom, that, boom, 100% and then boom, swept him. Yo, I hit it on my boy, man. I pulled that move probably like three, four times in the little row, in the little row. Session. And what did he say? He didn't really address that. He was just, oh, okay, good, good. You know, like everything. A lot of the stuff's like, damn, okay, good, you got me. Or um, he might have been going easy on me because he, he he's more advanced than me. He's bigger, heavier, uh, he's better. Yeah. Um, but I, I was proud of myself, man. Little that, improvements, little improvements. Yeah, little improvements. Like, you know, I'd I'd um I'd get like top position or a little bit of side control. And and like I said, I swept them a few times with that 100 percent but um my life's getting better, and you don't even know. Sometimes he's like, Man, I had to miss all these classes going up to it, and it's, now you're going back and you're starting to do a lot better. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm like a lot better. I'm barely getting back into it. But as you can hear, man, my breath, my breathing, I don't know, man. I gotta I think I might have to do one of those uh VO2 max tests. You heard of those? Uh, yeah, you have? Yeah, I've heard of it. Like, I just need to see how out of shape I am, like how much condition i need to do what do i need to do i don't know maybe it's just too hot in that bodega because your your head just starts hurting you're just like breathing in humidity are we gonna do another weight loss challenge for the thea what was that Downstairs. that might have been the garage yeah. opening um honestly man I, I think i'm on some like clean bulk weight gain shit like i want to maybe you know get stronger and put on a little bit of weight but but you know we'll talk about that more on the private episodes Thursdays and Friday. Uh, today, man, we got a whole bunch of topics we're going to get into. Um, for example, Eminem has super TDS. Eminem, the rapper, uh, he's great. I mean, I'm a fan. And I'm try- I'm having a hard time separating the art from his politics because he's just so Mr. Liberal. He's so Mr. Liberal right now, bro. Like, I really want to hear, like, I've heard his opinions on Trump. 
how he's just like, dude, when I get to talking about Trump, I just, I just start to lose. He turns into Rachel Maddow. Like, I just start to lose it. I, I just can't process. And it's like, yeah, you can't freaking think because your whole opinion got assigned to you by the media. And he used to be a, there's like old footage of him just on Trump's nuts. You know, everybody was like, oh my God, Donald Trump. Before like politics became what it is. Mm-hmm. And the media started doing what they do. Uh, Pro- Operation Mockingbird and intelligence agencies telling them who to go after and what to say. But um, but anyway, there's this video that's going around of Eminem, like, like all the conservative people are tweeting saying like Trump broke Eminem's brain, like Trump broke Eminem, Trump broke Eminem, because he's just like, I just can't, you know. Maybe maybe he's like your opposite, because you had the opposite effect that Eminem had. What do you mean? weren't you weren't you like first against Trump and you, yeah, and then Eminem's like was. Well, no. Well, my point about yeah. everybody used to be a Trump fan, damn near. He was just this American icon, this New York real estate dude who was like the epitome of success, had his name on buildings, great at marketing, great at branding. And then he decided to run for president as a Republican. He started saying uncomfortable, inconvenient things like, if you let everybody in, you won't have a country anymore. Like, you're going to be overrun. We don't know who's coming you know, America's becoming a dumping ground for the world's problems. And at first you hear, you're like, they make Chalupa bowls that are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many are good. Many are good. Many are not. But now I'm at the point, bro. Every time somebody jumps on my Twitter and it's like, hey, what about this? Or why don't you talk about how Governor Abbott is putting up drowning devices with saws in between the buoys and all this. And I'm always like, man, could we at least address the fact that not everybody coming is an angel yeah like you have fighting age men from china you know i mean that's that's our next one of our next uh, topics is how they just found in reedley california right outside of fresno <coughs> man sorry y'all shortness of breath <sighs> wrestling and humidity is no joke but uh, yeah, they just found like this illegal lab, bro. With mm-hmm. like dead mice, uh, mice that had diseases in them, uh, different types of diseases and vials, mm-hmm. yeah. filthy conditions. Who was it funded by, Chingo? And California's taxpayers, Governor Newsom was giving them bread. So not only does China have police stations, not only do they get to have police stations over here, labs over here. They send in all kinds of people. They get to buy farmland. They get to have like spy dens hiding as consulates. Um, they, they get to fly their spy balloon over shit, see how the wind blows in your country. They get to do all that. And you're paying for it because they're playing advanced chess, bro. Mm, Not 3D a, chess. Yeah, they're like that. that 3D like chess. That. They got a game over there called Go. And uh, it's like Chinese chess, basically. And uh, they're not only like step-by-step circumventing and being subversive. They're not like stealing your intellectual property, like bootlegging all your military stuff. Like you're paying for it too. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We got construction going we on. We got construction stuff. Um, so that's like the Greek tragedy of it all, man. They're so slick with it that California taxpayers are paying for these labs that are growing stuff and possibly might be leaking some stuff spreading some stuff getting ready 
<laughs> and it's not like this this was a new factory that that was a factory that was up and running during the pandemic by the way i mean fentanyl how much fentanyl coming through the uh, border if you're latino all you're not it. allowed that all of it <laughs> a whole lot of it uh chemicals they got labs they they're in cahoots with the cartels they're working with the cartels um it's just a lot of stuff and i could have swole when i was in hot water if y'all want to go back and do y'all's um y'all's research i mean when this show first started that's one of the things we kept saying we got to roll with trompitas over brandon because brandon is soft on china amongst other things why because he was getting that money he was getting them bribes i was like meanwhile trompitas he at least like china ain't even our biggest and our biggest threat they ain't even the biggest threat but at the time it was like trompitas actually is gonna put tariffs and start to renegotiate some of these deals and we need to start like decoupling because dude they make all our all, a lot of our medicines antibiotics pharmaceuticals mm. yeah they you know well if you want to see what the united states will look like in a year or so you look at europe and what's going on over there and if you want to look at what other kind like what other states are going to look like soon uh the way we're headed especially with california people coming over to texas no offense uh but like look at california the way that 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 whole state is kind of like getting fucked up in certain places you know what I mean? and it's just like <laughs> it's like especially the way it was ran during the pandemic and everything like that's the way they want to have it and then how a lot of criminals right now are getting released from prison because they're going soft on on some of the some of the um crimes that they're doing and, and if you're just getting re-released to do even worse and if you're a male rapist all you got to do is say no i identify as female and then they put you in the in the women's prison yeah but even prisoners now even prisoners have more moral values than than actually common sense regular people normies because now a lot of those prisoners now what some of them are doing are saying that they identify as as women. A, a women to go in to fight off the ones that are actually going over there the to do to, uh, pervs to stop them from doing that to the women. So, so they're having to take justice in their own hands. Yeah, and then people, and then this is how you know that the, this is how you know that that's happening is because now you have other. I, I forgot which politician it was. You have a politician like we got to stop some of them from saying they identify as a woman because they're going over there and they really don't. But they weren't talking about the ones that were. They're talking about the protector assaulting. Ones. They're talking about the protector ones. That's why I'm like what is going on like that that's your first thing is to stop the the abuse of happening to the men that were actually trying to abuse the women in there that's crazy that's wild yeah sometimes bro what happens is like some of these progressive policies they like sound good and nice on paper until you read a basic economics book and you start to see the repercussions of like for example new york i think they first uh mayor adams said um we're going to set aside a billion to house uh, illegal migrants, whatever you want to call them, in New York City. Now they're like at $4.2 billion. They're like at $4.2 billion already of just spending taxpayer money to make sure they all got a hotel room. Mm. And then you got you know, homeless citizens, veterans, people can't pay their rent. Uh, everything's getting expensive. You got crime getting bad. The subway's dangerous. You have all these issues, but they're having to deal with this tidal wave of humanity. And Latinos, for the most part, we've been already kind of trained to, I know, like I know I was, trained to like, they use your empathy against you and you ignore the reality of like, who's coming? Are, are they really abusing our system? Are they jumping the line? You might have some nice people from 
from Poland that's been waiting. Somebody's grandparents, man, been putting their paperwork and they just trying to come over here for whatever reason. But you got all these other people like, nah, 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 man, climate change. That's why I'm here. Or like Salvador getting too safe. I got to come over here. (laughs) (laughs) Or like they are like some people theorize like they're opening up their mental institutions. They're dumping their prisons. They're not sending their best. They're not sending their best. Boy, <laughs> people got mad, bro. I know I was triggered. I wrote that man like a four-page letter. Dear Donald Trump, you have awakened the silent giant. Oh, you've really done, done it now with your racism. But guess what, man? Unfortunately, man, like he was right. It's just common sense stuff. Like you get some of these countries, bro, like I, I, name one. I don't know if it's the Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, France, Germany, UK, Italy. They're all having these problems depending if they like what what year they decided to take um, a whole bunch of refugees or these countries, war-torn countries, civil wars, and they just start taking on this onslaught of Somalians or, or people just washing up ashore in the beach in Italy. And Italy got their own problems of inflation, expensive utilities, unemployment. Like they got their own issues and they already upset. And then you see all these people waltzing in and it's like, yo, like when we went, we took this little trip to Europe back during the Trump era when we were working and the dollar was strong. uh, (laughs) We were able to take a a whole trip. Like when we went to Italy, bro, we went to go see uh, Rome, the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. Man, I swear to God, bro. I saw more Africans than Italians. Mm. It, I ain't seen no Romans. I saw Ethiopians slanging everything. Hey, my friend. Hey, where are you from? Where are you from? Mexicano, Mexican, Mexican. Oh, America, Texas. Hey, check it out. Hey, like they speak Italian, Russian. Like they pick up all that shit. You go to Paris, bam, Indian cats jumping out the bushes. Hey, man, you want a bottle of wine? Hey, your picnic. Man, my partner sell blankets and they got keychains uh eiffel tower keychains and it's like hella diverse <laughs> i saw some french but i also saw many other people many from many people. many places <laughs> uh yeah what would you say that that's more or less like that's going to be here soon i mean we america already kind of is like very diverse in many places but what but i think what you're getting at is like are you going to see these honor killings beheadings are you gonna see somebody with a machete like in france you saw them people going at it in the park one dude started stabbing stabbing people kids and parents and shit at the park um you know you say something out of line that that insults muslims boom they're ready to chop your head off in the middle of the street yeah so está cabron and uh things are getting a little too diverse like, yeah like in a perfect world, guys, like it's not that we're like we're like just trashing everybody that's been coming over, but it's I mean like, we're not saying it's one of those things where it's country. like yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it's like in a perfect world, if it were all like people that were just wanting to better themselves or go to work or whatever, that's one thing. Yeah. But the one thing that they're preying on is that they're trying to tell you that that's all that's coming yeah. over, that they're all wanting a better life, they're all wanting that's what they're selling you. But the messed up thing is, is that the true. people that are coming over, it's, it's a big mixture of the people we don't want, where eventually it's going to cost us. There's going to be a, a cost that we're going to end up paying where it's going to be like, dang, if we would have stopped them, then this wouldn't be happening now. And we're getting there soon. 
And that's one of the things you guys got to look at whenever you're looking at all this stuff happening all at once, where it's like, what's the real issue there? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, Chingo, you're a hypocrite. Whatever happened to they can't deport us all. Da, 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 da. And I, I think you just, you summed it up. You hit the nail on the head, bro. It's like, they're selling you one thing. You know, these are like the Beto O'Rourke's, right? These, the uh, governor Abbott is is pushing in pregnant women, and they're these are just migrants looking for a better life. Like they're just looking for a better life. They're just looking for a better life. But it's a fascinating rabbit hole to go down. Like there's this dude named Todd Benzman that has all this intelligence because he's worked um, in like border type of issues and stuff. So he's interviewed a ton of uh, refugees, people that's on those lists um like all kinds of information to where he just put out another book called overrun and 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 that's the side that you don't see when you like when you really see the reality of like whoa fighting aged men or like wait 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 so these people aren't really married no they just heard that if they were married they could get priority or like wait so they rent children you're saying that they come and fake like their little family and they fake like they have a baby and they really don't and it's like those are the really sad realities of what's really going on. So your boy Fauci, man, they they trying to um Rand Paul is gonna try to what submit him for a criminal prosecution. Yeah, they need to because it, I mean the last hearing that they just had with oh, <coughs> do you know the other doctor's name? I don't remember the other guy that got on the stand. The one that basically outed Fauci on the stand was like, I do believe you know he was he was conducting all the wrong stuff. This is what we did. This is what we did behind closed doors. We did do experiments on, on um, what is it, um, orphans and stuff like that. Like this is what we did here, and this is what we did here. And he's just basically outing Fauci completely. Where it's like, hey, Fauci just took the stand, said none of that was going on. He oh, didn't Senator, overreach. Senator, you don't know what you're talking about. Senator, I find it. I resent what you're saying, Senator. I am sorry. Wait, are you insinuating, Senator? That we were running studies with taxpayer money, if gain of function research, Senator. And that was the messed up thing. And this is how this is how crazy and this is how corrupt that that department was, is that before they would do any kind of gain of function, this dude would go to certain people to update the definition of gain of function to make it stand where he wasn't breaking any laws. And then they would Pop that up on Google. Nobody noticed it because who the hell is looking up gain of function? And then when they had to take the stand, well, you know, no, I didn't do that, Senator. And that's whenever they were like, bro, this isn't what the definition was, but you're saying that now that's what it is. That's what it says. I didn't do that. Yeah. That's how deep the rabbit hole goes where it's like, bro, like this stuff is that corrupt. It's that corrupt. Yeah, they changed the definition of a, of what a vaccine is, what a vaccination is. I mean, that he, one of the things too, bro. Like, like shout out to a Juan Big Stoner. He's a member of the Uh He's recommended a few books. He sent me a few books, and um, a lot of them, whether it's like why government schools are bad for your kids or um, different economic books, mm-hmm. a lot of them have this common recurring theme that the government sucks at doing certain shit and bureaucracy and bureaucrats tend to screw things up. Like whether it's like economics, like the actual repercussions of like, for example, Oh, we're going to do rent control. That way can't nobody go over a certain amount on rent. It's like, it sounds cool. 
right? To people like, hell yeah, that's what we've been needing. You need to keep that rent at a certain level. But what you don't understand is like the true outcomes of like, okay, you sure you want to do that? All right, bet. Well, here's what's really going to happen. You're going to end up with a bunch of abandoned buildings, you know, because there's no incentive for the landlords. Uh, there's no incentive for them to upkeep their shit. So now they're going to be slumlords. And now everyone's going to be competing for like a smaller supply of, that's just one example, right? But but when I'm, when I'm talking about like with Fauci is that the common theme again is like when you got these government officials who like fail and just get a promotion, they never get fired. They never get demoted. Like he's one of, I think the highest paid or one of the highest paid government officials, nobody elected him and he has all this power. He's making all this, uh, all these decisions and suggestions. And the minute you put him on the stand, it's like, well, hey, man, didn't you say we should shut down schools? Didn't you say we should shut down businesses? Didn't When you're in Trump's here, uh, that's one of my pet peeves, too, about Trump. Like, he's an imperfect instrument. You know, he's the best we have when it comes to, like, the populist mm -hmm. type of uh, perspective and, like, national security or whatever. Because I believe he's going to get the, uh, being in the, uh, what do you call it, general election anyway, even though Vivek has some great things. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, this dude Fauci, man, he's an example of like these government bureaucrats have been around for like 40, 50 years since before the AIDS epidemic allegedly got a lot of people hurt and killed off of some of the experimental drugs that they were like forcing on these people. They had that whole movie, Dallas Buyers Club. Mm -hmm. And these are the same people that's been in the government making like making moves with pharma, patents for years, trademarks, kickbacks, uh, book deals speaking tours you know what i mean you a consultant for this company if you ever get fired from the government you go work at pfizer like his... to, to, to sum it up to think of it like this for a guy to go on the stand and on, on an interview and say i am science science is fauci if you go against me you go against science that's how crazy this dude was and that's how that's how uh that's how monopolized the whole medical and science field was to the where it's like there's a there's a chain of command if you don't do what these people say you get canned or you get fired you lose your medical license you there's not a lot you can do when you're in the medical field they tell you to do something when you're in that chain you're screwed like you got to do it or you lose your license that's why a lot of doctors have moved yeah they, you won't then, get you won't get published that's no why more. a lot of people have moved outside the country to go to different countries where they have more freedom to do certain things because they actually want to help. Like, for instance, with Israel. Israel is a good friend of ours. He has uh, pancreatic cancer. Um, you know, he's doing the stuff here. And But he even said there was like a, there was a hospital um, over, where, did, where was it, Tijuana? I think Tijuana. And Tijuana that Eddie Bravo had, you know, recommended to him and got him hooked up. Israel said the difference between that hospital and the hospital here is insane. Where it's like over here, it's like they're just prepping you to die when over there it's more like they're like dude you could beat this this is our science on this is what we think this is this is the medical part of this look this is how they broke it down from they try to help him because that the, they're able to do that over here it's like doctors are so incentivized doctors are being paid off doctors are just like you're just a number you're just a number get in line you're you're, you're gonna die soon basically that's that's the whole that's that whole field that's that and that's 
that's why it was so monopolized to the point where it's like, dude, y'all got to look at like the direction everything's going in and how everything is so monopolized and how these bigger companies own all these other companies. And it's dangerous because now they can, before when it was like unthinkable, like, man, there's a lot of like agendas and stuff. And people are like, those are conspiracies, bro. They're not conspiracies anymore because now everything is monopolized. Now it's like whoever's at the top and whatever they want to accomplish can now do it because they own your banking, they own your they own your 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 medical, they own your they own your finances, they own they own your food, they own everything. So now they can push whatever they want to push. That's the thing that people aren't talking about. That's the thing that nobody's looking at. And then this is a prime example that finally Fauci might have to answer for some of this stuff. Yo, uh RFK Jr., who's running for president as a Democrat. Bro, he put out a fire book. It's called The Real Anthony Fauci. Yo, they got the audio book version. That's what I got. Um, it There's a lot of information, and it is mind-blowing, bro, where they just connect the dots and, and really break it down. And then speaking of scientists who get blackballed and, like, they try to, like, uh, get them fired and all that shit, is uh, Dr. Deborah So. She, I forget what kind of scientist she is. But basically, she started noticing in the academia world that they, when they started pushing all like this gender ideology, this new like, well, technically gender is this and the word that and this is how you feel in your mind. And, da, 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 and they start trying to change everything. She was like, yo, I can't go along. With, this is propaganda. Like she started seeing how they were bullying scientists, how like you wouldn't have your tenure at a university um you couldn't get published no more and you basically got outcast so she basically had um other doctors and scientists tell her on the side like look you're gonna have to just keep your mouth shut and go along with this shit or you about to have just a whole lot of problems and so dude during the pandemic i had i have some friends that are nurses and uh you know i'm not gonna say who they are but like um but they they were telling me and some of them working on NICU shit <clears throat> and they were telling me they were so understaffed. People weren't going because they needed a jab to, to to be able to work there and stuff like that. And they were breaking so many rules because of what of what the higher ups were telling them. Like, you know, you got to wear the mask, and they're like, "This isn't healthy for us to wear the mask this long." And this to do. They already knew that stuff. And and dude, basically, what they told me <clears throat> because a lot of the protocols were broken and a lot of the things were done wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, in their opinion. A lot of babies died mm. because they couldn't get to them. They and said they a lot of people couldn't get their cancer treatments because they were getting forced to do the jab. People were not going to take the jab. On top of that, they couldn't go to work, and on top of that, babies were lost like over and over again because they didn't have enough time to be attention to like they were fifty babies, and it's like thirty. Like there's like there's like twenty people there. There's not enough time, and a lot of those are like critical cases, and they're trying to like keep up with everything not enough and it's all because they were pushing some type of agenda like y'all don't think about that stuff the, like the, the the after effects of certain things y'all just think about like you know wear your mask to protect the guy next yeah. to you and all this stuff it's like forcing people to get the jabs just to go to work and stuff like that it, it costs it, a lot of people lives and now that we found out a lot of people should be pissed off that now you're finding out that that stuff's never even worked and now people are just like oh look it did oh I oh, guess they were wrong on that. Oh, no, y'all should be fucking pissed. And people should be fucking, I don't know, like, like there should be more, uh, what is it called, protests about that stuff 
and holding people accountable like Fauci. The medical tyranny. Yeah. Something. Rather than like, oh my God, our fucking LGBTQ flag needs to go up on the fucking pole and blah, 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 blah. It's like, that, that's the last fucking thing y'all should be thinking about after all the stuff they just put us through, all the stuff they continue to put us through. <clears throat> all the shit they got planned for us. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, what else you got? It's trippy. Uh, another thing too that I want to add to what you just said about like, like the repercussions of these uh, decisions and agendas is um, a, a gentleman who who I've known in the past. Anyway, he uh, I was chopping it up with him, and he basically was telling me he's like, bro, I had a multi million dollar freight trucking company where he would deliver packages to the mall where it was like foot action whatever type of store the gap it's just unloading boxes and shit like 200 trucks a shit ton of drivers warehouse employees and he was like i was banking it we were killing it everybody was good i never thought that it, we would come to the point where we're basically like lockdowns happen can't go to the mall okay only a minimum amount of people can can um can go in at the same time. Okay, uh, we're gonna let 15 people into this Victoria's Secret. 10 of y'all gotta wait outside. Okay, this Gucci store only can have 30 people at once or whatever, right? So when you started minimizing the amount of people and that whole flow, well, now you got less packages to deliver. Now you got less deliveries. Now you're trying to figure out what to do with all these extra drivers, employees, and trucks. So he had to start getting rid of trucks and like laying people off and all this. And he went from making like, you know, a couple million a month to just like, and he said many people, like a colleagues, other people that had uh, similar businesses, had to just shut down, go out of business. The small business, right? I mean, yeah, technically. But and see, look, that's the thing that we're, that we're talking fucking, about. This, and it was a state. It was just governors and politicians who don't know how to run real businesses, probably never worked at a real business. They just politicians. And they're literally saying, you're essential. You're not essential. You got to shut down. You can't be open. You on curfew, yada, yada, yada. And let me break it down to y'all like this for some of y'all that don't have time to research this or anything. Just to break it down in a grand scope of things. If these small businesses go out of business, if if we are forced to then have to just go to the bigger companies, the Amazons and all these different things, again, monopolized to follow somebody else. That Like there's certain laws that are in place, but they're just ignoring a lot of them where it's like it, it can't be monopolized like this. And it's been monopolized like this under certain companies. And all I'm saying is if a lot of these small businesses are not funded by, you know, that's why a lot of people like support local. Dude, support local for real because they're the ones that are helping not give all the power to a, a one individual where, like, you're just having to beg for whatever they give you. Like, because eventually it's going to get to there where inflation's going up and there's only one place to go. And if there's only one place to go and there's not, uh, you know, other places to go. They can raise prices. They can drop them. They can do whatever they want with you. And you're just out of luck. And then you're kind of just begging for whatever they give you. And we're just heading down that road. So basically, another way to rephrase that is like the American middle class stands in the way of what the globalists are attempting to do, which is like some type of global communism, like central bank coin, mm -hmm. social credit score, tracking all your transactions. Make sure you're a good little boy and you got the right opinion. And you ain't going against the information we we giving you. 
Um, yeah, like you can't be like that Sikh. What's that? That's the, the next Sikh? one, right? The Sikh. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Sikh <clears throat> store owner. It looked like a bodega in New York or something. Was it New York? Yeah, so maybe y'all saw the viral video going on on social media wow. where, you know, the guy's trying to take all the cigarettes in the trash can and some guys in the back like, don't do it. Don't do not do nothing. Don't do it. Just let them go. Just let them go. And they stop them, take the guy to the ground, and then they just hit him with the, you know. The little the, piñata action. Yeah, it wasn't even hard, honestly. I mean, I was looking at it. I was like, bro, I've seen more cop beatings and other yeah. things happen where was way worse than that. Like, this was just like, so like it's one of those. it was like a spank, basically. Like, I'm going to beat you with the stick, but not like super hard. But I'm going to beat you so that you know this is bad type of shit. Hey, you know pe- what I mean? People watching, like, let me hit you with a stick like that. <laughs> See if you think it's just a light punishment well, let me see what i can steal from you well i mean yeah exactly the, <laughs> the point is is um a lot of these big progressive cities with the woke da's george soros da's <clears throat> they're just like revolving door they say a uh, cash bail reform because cash bells races because some people don't have the money and they're they're figuring out how much bail you got to pay based on how much money you have so it's a whole racket <clears throat> god damn excuse me Sorry, he's having ingestion problems, chest I'm problems. <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to like, dude. He's still trying to catch his bro, breath. Bro, if you, bro, <laughs> I want you to like see this class. Like just sit there. Like when I have to sit there when my daughter's in class, like I'm sweating. And I'm like by a fan by the open door bay. Yeah. Uh, granted, at that point, it's like four-ish. But at 1030 a.m., the warm-up, I mean, you're running around, you're running around, uh, all right, uh, push-ups, okay, shrimp back and forth. Granted, Look. from now from one to four right now in Houston, it's like 106 or something. Hot Every day. A, <laughs> hotter than a summer, my bitch. And then, and then you're drilling technique, and you just feel like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm dehydrated. It's like, <laughs> like even your, your rolling part, you're, the person you're doing technique, even they're like, hey, man, I think I'm a little dehydrated, bro. I'm going to go get some water. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a... And they're like, hey, man, I'm seeing spots. One of my people mm. I was training with, he's like, he's like, I don't know if it's my blood sugar. He's like, I think I got to go get a Powerade or something. And he just, I was like, bet, bro, let me get some water too while you at it. Yeah. But anyway, so what I was saying is a lot of these big cities, they want to be soft on crime. New York, California. Yeah, New York, San Francisco, LA. I don't know if Austin is like Harris County, Houston. <laughs> Basically, like people have to start taking justice into their own hands like yo bro this is my family store you're coming in here you're just grabbing shit with both hands putting it in a bucket a bin you're trying to walk up out of here and it's like those those like little indian store owners and stuff like that shit that they gotta go buy like mm-hmm. all them snickers and doritos and all that and sodas like small business owners man they gotta not only they gotta pay that rent they gotta pay security they gotta pay employees electricity utilities uh depending on the city they're on your ass about your sign you can't have your sign like that you might be having fines and things like that plus they let people <clears throat> they letting people come in and just start stealing yeah and, and and the other thing is if y'all thinking man the insurance takes care of that well not all the time man it doesn't and and it's hard to even get the insurance to go through with a lot of that stuff it's not yeah. like they get it right away and if you're at walgreens in san francisco they in there every day yeah that's so, why, like, so many, so many, like, uh, retail outlets, shopping districts, malls in San Francisco, they're like, nah, cuh, come on, man, these these hoodlums coming in here, these thugs coming in here, you really gonna have a glass vitrina like with watches and jewelry? Nah, man, they gonna waltz up into that mall, like in New York City, I think it was the seventies 
when it was smash and grab, smash and grab, it was just like little groups of people, large gatherings. We won't call them gangs. Don't call them gangs. They're not their best. <laughs> They're not their best. <laughs> it's like Harlem did not send their best today, but basically <laughs> smash and grab. I'm talking about Spanish Harlem, Spanish Harlem. Uh, you know, right. But like smash and grab was a thing. And then Giuliani had to come in and first he was a prosecutor. He had to take out the mob families. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he ran for mayor of New York, America's mayor, and he started cracking down on all that crime. Next thing you know, you could go to Times Square. You can invest. You could open up a business. You could open up a hotel. You could put a chili. You know what I mean? You could take your kids, go watch some theater. Now it's reverting back. Back to bullshit. Now it's going back to the bullshit. But, but here's the thing. To tie all that into with, with the seat guy, like, dude, this case is very important. Like, these things, like, there needs to be a lot of stands made right now. Like, if you're just like the normal person, just like, ah, oh, whatever, dude, I'm just going to film it. Get the I content. just I just focus on what I got to focus. And besides, neither side cares about us. And it's two wings of the same bird. Understand this. If the small business owner, the, the gas station that's on the corner that you rely on because whenever everything else is closed, but you need something. If it shuts down, that's no longer available to you. So, like, uh, just imagine a lot more of those shutting down than you as the normal person that's probably like, man, it's just on my corner. You know, it's it happens all the time. It's just normal. If it keeps happening, those small business owners will stop doing business there. And when that happens, you no longer have that bi- place of business to go to anymore. Like they took those Walmarts out of what Atlanta? Where was it? Where was it? Uh, I don't know. There was there was one where they where Walmart just pulled out all their things because they were getting robbed too damn much. Was it Chicago? Maybe it was probably Chicago where they just took it out. And they're like, man, what are y'all doing? It's like, bro, they kept getting robbed, and yes, they probably had insurance or whatever. But if they keep getting robbed and mo- it's not lucrative for them to stay there, yeah, yeah. So then the you store. lose it, and they're like, oh, what happened? It's like nobody yeah. stood up, nobody stopped anybody from doing it. So why would they stay? People don't understand cause and effect. You ever go into a store, bro, where like everything is behind keys and glass, like everything. You need a, a worker for everything. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, bro, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we were at this uh, Walmart. My wife needed some nail glue, and uh, me and my fifteen-year-old, we went, and uh, we're in that section, and it's like. Well, fuck, I need some of this just for men right here for my beard. That shit behind glass. Like, you need a worker, you know, like. And they're key. understaffed, so it's going to take an hour for the to nail get glue. <laughs> for, like, glue to fix your, your damn fingernail. Yeah. <sighs> and 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 y'all got to pay attention to the seat, too, because it, him, like, these are the cases that are really important right now, especially the, the road we're going. Him, the guy on the 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 the, the train station, the, the train that where yeah, he choked, choked out, out the guy. That he, choked out the guy died. who saved somebody, like. He, he took action. Uh, Andrew Tate's whole thing. I know some of y'all maybe don't know all the stuff that's going on with him, but the fact that he's out of house arrest and everything just kind of shows you, like, they don't even really have a case for this dude. Like, they were trying to make an example of him. Trump, the stuff they're trying to do to him that they can't... Ne- Think about Trump and Tate. They have all these different types of, like, secret service groups trying to take these guys down. And the fact that they still haven't had any kind of credible like evidence to put them away just shows like the level of innocence that they kind of have compared to like other people. So that should say a lot more than, than anything else. Cause dude, if they had dirt on them, they'd be locked up right now. Both of them because Trump's got indicted. What? 
Man, every time they find something on Biden, <laughs> every time, every time they find Biden. something on Joseph Raheem Bryben, Joe Bryben, every time they're like, oh man, they got 10 million from over here. And this person got recordings of them from the Ukraine thing. And then he hired, he fired the, uh, uh, what's the name? Biden put pressure on the Ukraine mm -hmm. people. So basically you get, you received all this money from Ukraine oligarchs. Mm -hmm. And then now all of a sudden America sending billions millions uh, every time you look every week another defense package uh for the spring offensive another defense package oh they need more jets and they don't even have time to train their soldiers the ukrainian like volunteers and people that they draft in they don't have time to train them the way like how america is mm -hmm. like look man this is how you got to do it. This is how you do war. This is how you fight a war. Then you have your air support, your ground. This is how you got you to be trained to do all this shit. These people, man, they just handing them a gun. Hey, wait, taxi. And, and they just like, bro, I don't know how to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, basically, these, these are all, like, important things to pay attention to because depending on how these court cases go, depending on how these people are, are viewed, like, this is slippery slope if something bad happens to them. Like, the Sikh that the vending store, the guy, the guy that choked up the guy on the train station, all these people that they're technically back in the day, they would have been they would have been the good guys. And like now they're getting like damn near persecuted. Yeah. So it's like, bro, if we start going down this path, it's gonna incentivize the criminal element and it's gonna it's gonna fucking make everybody like all the actual people that want to help make them not help. And it's just, it's gonna be terrible. It's and gonna yeah. be terrible, especially with like the mental health problem we have in America, with like people living on the streets, got all type of like psychotic things going on. They need help. Uh, their loved ones, I don't know where their loved ones are, gave up on them, or they don't want help from their loved ones. But like some of them are on drugs, some of them got a knife, and some of them talk greasy on the subway. Like I'm ready to kill a mf up in here. Uh, B-I-T-C-H, you better give me your sandwich and you ain't finna do S-H-I-T and all this type of stuff. And then finally somebody gets up and put them little white belt two stripes on them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's why we in the gym, man, putting in that training, bro. Try <laughs> to get that third stripe, dog. Yeah, man, that shit. You know what's funny, bro? There's this youngster in the class. I don't know how old he just turned. Honestly, bro, he might have just turned... Maybe 18. For the story, we'll say 19. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, if he, like, I need to ask him next time I see him, like, hey, how old did you turn? He might have just turned 17, honestly, for all I know. Um, but he's a young man. And I guess there's this tradition I didn't know about where um, uh, Uncle Tony, the head coach, he was basically one sick him like get on oh, him shit. and then now he's rolling with you and then the <laughs> and then basically all right now let's just say uh the young man has like is on top has his back showing okay chingo boom you go take his back bow seatbelt boom put my hooks in now we're rolling around and he's trying to escape and get away and then somebody else bam so just like like a shark tank mm. like the whole class bow bow happy birthday bow happy birthday that's 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 but he's got the gas tank, so he yeah. was just, I mean, he was warmed up, and if anything, I was tired. <laughs> Chingo was tired of, like, 20 seconds of action. Yeah, I need to catch my breath after this. But, hey, <laughs> uh, this this is the uh, Wednesday RPT, man. If you want to join the community, join the Discord, join the Thea, join the chat, 
hit us up, man. All you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. There's more episodes throughout the week over there. So if you would like this, go over there. There's going to be more episodes. And the Thursday, Friday episodes are way more John Blaze. I ain't going to. Yeah, yeah. Cause because we, we don't cancel on here. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, like, we probably won't even turn on the camera. We just like go because Juan Perez is a comedian. Where can they find you, man? Uh, Juan Perez comedian at Instagram, YouTube. Facebook, TikTok, all that. TikTok too. Todo, and on the road, on stage. Um, I'm gonna be hosting for Louis the Singer. I gotta prepare for that, man. I gotta reach out. <laughs> I gotta reach out and get a hold of their DJ and see what kind of games and contests and crowd participation and you know. You can bring back the wet t-shirt contest. Like, hey, do my <laughs> ladies run this mother truck? I don't know how much time I gotta do, but anyway, this Saturday in Dallas, hosting for Louis the Singer. I want to do a good job. So that they could be like, hey, bro, we going on a world tour. You ready? Pack your bags. And I'll be like, hold on now. How far are we going? How long? Then you get Pitbull. Hey, are you going international now? I do. I remember when Pitt first, like, went on his first international uh, trip. And he's like, hey, man, you want to come do my merch? And I was like, man, I don't want to be the merch guy. I was like, man, y'all kill it out there, man. Thank you for the opportunity, man. But I still got my little dream. and I'm Bro, that's like one step back for the two steps forward. What do you mean? Like, like take a step back yeah, to, to do that. Yeah, I know. But I, I think, I mean, everybody, all the fellas he took on that road trip, I'm sure they all made sacrifices. I'm sure yeah. many of them had kids and wives and girlfriends, mm -hmm. but like, you know, I just had to kind of follow my heart. Like, man, you, my boy, bro, please don't take this the wrong way. Like, it's not that I don't mind you being my boss, nothing like that. But you know, it's just kind of like, man, I kind of want to just keep grinding on my own over here struggling if need be but uh <laughs> but yeah that's a tricky one right but yeah. hey it's all good uh thank you guys so much for tuning in and to all the members of the thea i'll see you and we'll sign up for patreon for sure that way you get the bonus episodes thursday and friday i love watching cucaracho peace out traffic jams tailgating pile-ups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.